0: Okay, welcome Kathleen yep. to No Excuses, Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. So we're here today to find out about your fitness journey. So for the viewers that don't know you, um, give a wee brief intro of who you are and what you do, please.
1: Hi, Hi. my name's um, Kathleen Watton. I'm 48, I'm a mum, three grown children and two grandchildren. I Cold water swimming at the moment. Um, I've got a degree in public health, and the reason I started cold water swimming was because I'd get gone to a weight over 40 stone and I physically couldn't move without support and help. And I've actually lost over 18 stone in a year and a half doing this. Wow,
0: wow. that's that's magnificent, huh? you know. Um a lot of people struggle, you know, getting a stone off, never mind 18.
1: I know. I don't know how I did it, but I oh. have.
0: Right. Okay. It feels incredible. So, so let's let's talk about your story. So, well, so we'll we'll get to your your weight loss, um, eventually. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go way back to your, uh, school ah. years. So let's go back. What you know, what kind of activities were you involved in back in school? To be honest, I was um.
1: I can't remember much about the school. I was bullied a lot, so I like okay. I don't remember much about the school. But actually, activities as a child, I was outdoors swimming in swimming outdoor pools and um, going ah, to right, beach. Okay. We used to walk at so, least three and a half miles with my parents every weekend to a beach. So
0: it's more or less in your blood, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think okay. so.
0: No, good. <coughs> Excuse me. So you obviously mentioned there um, you're bullied at school, yeah. 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 So that that was obviously um, that was my next thing that I was going to be asking is you know challenges growing up.
1: Oh, um, it was an absolute true challenge. It started in reception and I went right through to secondary school right. to the fact that um, there was moments in my life I didn't want to be here, and I know that's really hard to say for pe- for people here, but it's true.
0: Yeah. Okay. So how did how did you overcome those challenges, Kathleen?
1: Well, I, I, I'm not quite sure how I did it, but I know for a fact when I went home, if I tell my parents I've been bullied, I'd, at at the time it was alright for a clip around the halo, but like obviously not anything. It's not I'd give a clip for actually not fighting back. So I just went into Michelle, and I didn't really mix with people apart from family.
0: Great, right, okay.
1: I think okay. that's how I did it. Yeah, okay,
0: good, okay. but okay. So let's talk about your your weight loss and you know how did you get involved with open water swimming you know how did you get back involved with fitness?
1: Um, my, During lockdown I was pretty bad which I, I briefly said in my introduction I didn't say lockdown but I'd get yeah. in a stage where I couldn't physically move I'd seen my sisters post something on Facebook because I was listening to somebody saying and, yeah. um, of post a picture of someone swim them swimming in the sea, and I was like, and I'd around I'd phoned my sister and said, I really want to do it. I'm so jealous, and I just can't cope. Um, with this, and she was like, you can. And I went, I can. She went, you can. It doesn't matter if you fall. It doesn't matter. We're there to help you. Yeah. And it was the the seed was planted. I think the pre contemplation, seeing that photograph, I was like, well, every time I've seen the sea from a child growing up it's like I want to be in the water I want to be in the water Yeah. just automatically drawn uh, water so and swimming and that's how I started I just actually from that moment I just thought I've, I've got to do it and I fell off at least 20 times or more going down to the beach Um, and I first planted the ground and then I, I shuffled the rest of the way into the water because I couldn't yeah. and they said we'll help you up in the water
0: no I did so and then uh, <coughs> excuse me it's course.
1: fine
0: um, don't remember. so tell me about your first experience of getting into the water for the first time oh my goodness
1: it felt like all them years of being put down and like levelled like kept grounded yeah. that I was free it just like everything just drifted and it just felt incredible yeah. I just can't explain the, the absolute beauty um, beautiful feeling. I sound like I'm in fluffy clouds now, but it was a for yeah. moment.
0: So if I was to say to you, that is you know, to put it to a word why, why don't we say this is Kathleen's escape from the world? Yeah, would, yeah, would you say absolutely. that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah 100% it's to me escape, and I wish I'd gone back into cold water swimming, I mean I have over the years, but not like I do now but I wish I'd gotten back into it a long time ago Right, okay. Because I think as a child and I said I didn't know how I got through it. I actually got through going swimming in the the open water pool in my village. I forgot about that.
0: Uh, I right. always
1: swam on a night and like on a weekend. I was always yeah. in the water.
0: Um so where was that you went in for the first time? <laughs>
1: um it now it's same. Um in the county down in the northeast. It's one of obviously this is the sea's colder up the end of the UK, but it's incredible. Yeah. It's such a pain relief. Once I'm in that water, I'm like, I'm free, I'm, I'm able bodied I'm not able bodied when I'm out. Yeah. I've got me ha- I've got disabilities, so it's kind of just <coughs> incredible.
0: Oh good. And then so you know, from that first time, so you know, what was your thoughts after it? You know, you've you've been into the, the water for the first time. Was your? Did you have any thoughts about joining groups and stuff after that?
1: Yeah, I joined um same side swimmers, and then I'd like i was going on there, and I was going on other little groups, but not much. But once I um, posted a photo of me swimming yeah. um in a bikini, took a lot to get to the bikini because of body image and yeah, the way yeah. people could totally. see us and um the way the media depicts you. Uh, and I posted this picture in a bikini and I was just overwhelmed. You'll find this quite funny. I'm going to tell you my little story about outdoor swimming. So I did that on the um, same side swimmers. there was only a few hundred people then. I thought, oh, that's all right. It's a good reaction. During the night, saw eyes and like, can't say, probably thought, oh, there's only five not well, all tested out on here. I woke up in the morning, and my phone was like crazy, thought and I was only 54k on there and, wow. and, the, the, and that and that <coughs> photo and just went just went viral. It went actually yeah. went around the world. It was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well up yeah. when I think about the response, and there was only two negative comments and thousands of responses.
0: It's quite it's quite good you mentioned that. Um, you know, um, because I, I you know I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, right? So I listened to uh, a podcast with James English. I can't remember who he was interviewing. I um, actually might have been his very first episode, you know, years ago. Um, wow. But he, but he basically said, you know, you know, you know, obviously podcasts, you know, videos, you post them on YouTube, right? And you could have a hundred likes, but you could have five negatives, you know, thumbs thumbs down, and your your head, you'll be focused on those five no yeah you know
1: at first i was and i wasn't i'm actually them because i have i have a new strategy since i started up once women i have this theory like and it it works for us is my opinion counts more than a negative opinion and the positive opinions outweigh that so i use it to push us further to show them that doesn't count
0: no totally um, and, and you find online, you know, there's, there's so many trolls and, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have had them and I did I did have a period where I didn't cope. But now it's like, I don't, I really just don't care. Yeah. I'm not bothered what people say as long that as works. I know what's yeah. inside.
0: Exactly. Because, you know what? Um, you know, I, I can't remember where i seen the quote, but, you know, we've got, excuse me, we've got over 7 billion people on this planet, you know, and are you going to really care one person? Okay, get rid of them out of your life. Yeah. Negativity, get rid of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's the first time in I'm 48 that I've actually been able to say goodbye to bullies. Yeah. And, and I'm, mean, I'm meanish. And, I just, and, I, and I've, I've got told today, oh my god, your smile is just radiant. I'm like, because I'm happy.
0: Yeah. Nah, totally. So, let's talk about, um, you know, lockdown for yourself. How was that?
1: Oh, um, yeah, lockdown was a first. Obviously, the first few months was horrendous. I'm, I'm, I'm a carer as well. I didn't say I care for my sons. One of them said they both have ASD. one's high function, the other, and obviously the mental health were lockdown and yeah one in the other the youngest one was off work with a broken foot um so it was a nightmare <coughs> and it was really really hard but then lockdown became the best thing in my life when I could still go out and open water swim and I met a whole new community I made a lot of friends and I good. found a real fight for life
0: nah good and then would we'll you say that you know um Open water swimming, it's a big benefit of mental health.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I have never felt so good and I've always suffered with depression because of the bullies during my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I've um, actually, I I eat regular now where I didn't eat because people think we went and weights down that. But um, even the mental health around that, is, that's what I'm getting at. That it's actually, yeah. I've got. A confidence in us with myself because i'm not so miserable and when i'm miserable i don't eat yeah and then i eat for necessity so obviously you know this stuff fat stores as energy but it just for when you if you're starving yourself and then you it it was like a vicious cycle yeah so it's even helped me mental health around the way i view food and behaviors
0: yeah no and then <coughs> excuse me so, sorry
1: if I'm going a long way, no, but like this is no, so much. Of the it,
0: honestly, it's good it's good to, to grasp all this in. Um so for yourself, let's talk about your weight loss journey. So how how you know obviously you started your you know open water swimming, but you know, you must have started somewhere and you know.
1: Right. I oh, I started um, gaining weight when I was eighteen. Believe it or not, I've always been into fitness, but there's times I haven't been able to do fitness. Um, I've yeah. always done something. Um, when I was pregnant, I put ten stone on, and after I had my daughter, I'd lost weight, but I didn't go right down. Yeah. But um, then um, five year later, I had another child. Found out I had chronic asthma. I was on a lot of uh, medication, which actually doesn't put weight on you necessarily, but makes you more hungry or you you do swallow. Um, so I was on a lot of medication. So I struggled there um, with the weight. Yo-yo diet and trying all the cabbage soup diets, everything possible.
0: Yeah.
1: Five years later again, and my me, me metabolism obviously doesn't work when I'm pregnant. Put another 10 stone on it. And I actually went to aerobics <laughs> when I was pregnant three times a week. I'd done it up until I was two weeks overdue. And um I eight healthy still put 10 stone on. Right, okay. And then that he's my youngest, he's now 20. And then after that, I was just one died after another, and then it just kept because I was I was I wasn't eating, and I think that's my problem where I wasn't eating and I was eating right, for okay. necess- necessity. So that's where that started with that. And then the only thing that's actually properly... I have lost 10 stone in a year before. It this yeah. is not the first time, but this was down exercise every single day in the gym going to aerobics walking every day it was non-stop but open water swimming I can swim 30 minutes a day and I've lost over at Einstone and it's yeah
0: working. wow (coughs) so um let's talk about did you change your eating habits when you started open water swimming yes yeah
1: um I was seeing a new a nutritionist online and we talked about why what I ate and why I ate and we and we worked out that like I don't eat yeah. enough to fuel fuel myself, let alone anything else. So obviously my body was constantly storing as fat. So yeah. we looked at that and we looked at why I did it and I had a hypnotherapist as well and, it, and it's like it's sort of it was a control mechanism because I had no control over my life. Yeah. This is another control thing when you said how did you cope with I wouldn't eat so I had control and it's the only thing I could control.
0: Yeah. So, so
1: learning um, to eat every day, hard work.
0: Yeah. So um if you don't mind me asking, um what was the name of the, the coaches you know you were speaking to, obviously the um, no I
1: don't mind. Sarah Jensen, she offered her services for free. I met her on open, um outdoor swimming. Yeah. And she was incredible. She does a lot, and she's got um a few groups going, and uh, like she is an Im- remarkable um, nutritionist. And then Victoria Cooper, who is, who also give us some for free, give us um some hypnotherapy for free as well, and it massively changed. I mean, we did one surrounding food and looking at funny colors and stuff because just to get in the right mindset. Yeah. And, when The first week after I did that was like, oh, I couldn't eat anything that was a and b I <really couldn't.
0: laughs> nah, good. That was so funny. And I, I
1: went gluten-free. Right, okay. Group. Not because I'm diagnosed as gluten intolerant, but it, it showed that i most likely had always been, I've always been because I've always been vomited after eating, not yeah. deliberately. And yeah, yeah. and I used to wake up bit vomiting but, and it stopped. And I stopped getting all the bloating and all the nastiness. Yeah, no.
0: Okay, so um, do you still see those uh, coaches regular? or?
1: No, um, I'm in control of everything um, and I am in touch with them. Yeah. But um, I actually am managing stuff without any support now, which is a big thing. And no. containing it, like well maintaining.
0: No, nah, definitely. And then, so you're swimming? Let's talk about that, so let's let's talk about, um, you know, how many times a week do you get out?
1: I started off, I could only do it once a week, which that was hard work, and then I'd wipe us out the rest of the week. Yeah. Um, I went to a couple of times after six months, and now if I can swim every day, I will, but I don't drive, so there's a bit of a, a gap sometimes. Like both my friends are run well at the moment, so I can't get there as much. Right, okay. But... If I could be there every day, I'd go in twice a day if I could um, or more. Yeah. I would, but some days I've got to defeat because my body just gives up because obviously I've got a lot going on. I'm always in chronic pain, but yeah. not in the water. But then I just flatline, so I have to rest. And I, and I don't like them days, but I've accepted pacing is a massive thing to keep motivated
0: no, and going. Definitely. And then when you go in the water, is it morning or afternoon, evening?
1: All, all times, anytime?
0: All times, any times. So what's the earliest time you would go in the water? Five o'clock
1: in the morning.
0: Fantastic. I love to hear that. It's amazing.
1: Because it's so
0: beautiful. It was, uh, actually, I've, uh, I've not been in the water this year, but I used to do quite a bit of open water swimming up here in Loch Lomond. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but no, that I, I totally agree. It's great for your mental health. Um, Massively. Because I think once you've had your swim, you've may maybe been maybe been around 35, 40 minutes, Then your swim, and then you're energised for the rest of the day. Yeah, and you, you get that, that afterglow. Yeah.
1: It's just like so uplifting. And you do get the afterbuzz. I don't care what anyone says, you like, yeah. it's incredible in the water, but then there comes a point where you're like, whoa, and up you go again.
0: Yeah, and then I think as well, see when you're out there that early in the morning and seeing the sunrise, you know, when the water, oh, it's phenomenal. It's the same
1: as sunset. Yeah. That's just incredible. Well, it's just phenomenal. But, I mean, I swim in the dark. I'll have a, a, a light in the, in, like, the boy, yeah. the swim bag, so I'll put a light in there when I swim <laughs> in the dark. So it doesn't matter. I'll go when people are born. If they're taking us, I'm, I'm there.
0: Yeah so let's talk about um your distance how far do you
1: normally go um I, the furthest I've swam is a mile but right. I did it I did it without um actually graduating up it. so I wiped myself out for two weeks and I was bobbing around for like I don't know what yeah. so what I do in the water now is sometimes it's unpredictable um I'm under the water more than anything else I don't know what I'm doing I'm doing handstands I'm uh I'm just constantly moving in the water. If good. I'm not swimming, I'm moving.
0: Good. And I can't
1: but, believe I can do a handstand in the water in a backflip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, good. Okay, so you yeah, you know, um, so you you mentioned you go out with a group. Is it a large, you know, big numbers that go out, or is it like maybe five or six people or?
1: Um, I tend to swim with one person, but there's always loads of people there, and there's loads of different like it's oh, the swim it. group. There's over a thousand on this group now, um, but we um, there's always groups of people. I actually did my first swim on my own last week, um, and it was a bit scary and eerie, you know what and I was say, and and the sea was a little unpredictable. But mm-hmm. I got my son a lot of take, and he went and he went up, and I thought, well, no, I'm going in still. So I did a swim on my own, and I was thinking. There's nothing going wrong, but it was great. It was, nah, and there was nobody in the sea but me. I was like, oh wow, but it's of
0: me. Um, so you mentioned obviously earlier, um, you used to go to the gym, yeah. Yeah. Have you have you built up the confidence to go back to the gym just now?
1: No, but I have got my dumbbells and my other stuff I use in the house. Right, good, I haven't done, so you, built the confidence.
0: No, nah, but good. I do use them. No, nah, good. So you've got a wee a wee routine between your. Dumbbells and you know,
1: and um, you're swimming. Yeah, I was um, doing circuitry and Some of it was same um, sat down before um, lockdown as well. If, even though I was big then, I was trying. Yeah, and I'd go and do circuiting. I did what I could standing with my sticks, and then I yeah. did what I could sitting down. And it didn't, it didn't like. It's not. I don't want exercise. Or I don't care about my health because I do.
0: Yeah,
1: but yeah. I did. I did lose like everything at one point, and just thought sort I of just can't do it anymore
0: okay so let's talk about you know excuse me being in the gym right so let's Mm -hmm. you know say you were um went to your circuit class what would be your favorite type of music that would really you know push you on and help you motivate yourself the
1: faster the better
0: the faster the better right so say you went to the class and the instructor puts the worst type of music on what would that be
1: I'd, I'd just have my own music in my own head. I'd put my headphones in.
0: <laughs> okay, but, uh, <laughs> if you can name like uh, a song or a singer that really puts you off, demotivates you.
1: Right, okay. Um, who demotivates? Something like Rick Astley, because it'd be too slow.
0: <laughs> right, okay. <laughs>
1: However, I love country music, but I wouldn't want to exercise yeah. to country music if that—if you know what I mean. But <coughs> well, that's my passion, country music. But it's not me. Um, stuff it's like not, I mean, he's not it's country. Not I know we're not yeah. enough. Yeah, it's not what's going to get us. It's songs like where you're going to want to shake your hips. Because I'm—I'm not the typical person who goes to the gym. Yeah, and I'm not your typical typical person who used to do um. Aerobics and stuff, or step classes now because I would be doing it with a bit of a um swagger, yeah, like yeah. shaking my hips and <laughs> singing and you know, yeah. giving it all, giving it
0: large, yeah. And that's no, just... Good okay. So, say you went to your circuit class and mm-hmm. your instructor gave you your your favorite exercise, what would that be? Oh,
1: my favorite exercise, oh. I'm trying to think. Your favorite exercise? I don't know. Um, I, I kind of like them all, but okay. I love, but I love it. You know, sometimes if you go to the gym, they'll give you a ball and you like, you know, and you're putting, a, um, that putting the net, the netball, basketball, whatever you want.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd kinda, I kind of, I kind of love that where you've got to get the get ball target. and get it in.
0: Yeah, the target. Okay, so. What if your instructor gives you your worst exercise,
1: and and, and just do it, because exercise like,
0: is exercise. Exercise is exercise. So
1: and slow it down.
0: Yeah. So what's the worst thing for you? Would you maybe press ups or
1: I do press ups on a wall. I I just I'm advised so that's not a problem. Um. What's the worst exercise? What don't I like doing? Sitting on a um a bike.
0: Sitting on a bike. So going to a spin class.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did this and, and, I, and I and I participated all the way through, but I just didn't like this.
0: Yeah, no, good. Okay. So let's let's talk about your um best compliment that you've ever had from your journey so far. Oh Over. my god, oh wow! <laughs> I don't know what I can say about that because
1: do you know what I think it is? My best compliment is that people say that it's not just the physical, you can see it's the mental and that your eyes are glowing yeah. and the smile. So that's okay. got to be the... And I've had it that many, said it that many times, yeah. but that's got to be the one thing. And it's not about the weight loss or anything, it's about the fact that they can see the change, like holistic change, for physical and mental.
0: Okay. So, you know... Um, in, you know, in your life, obviously, who's been inspirational for yourself?
1: Oh wow! Mm. Oh, so many people. You
0: can name a <laughs> few if you want. And um,
1: in my swim journey, do you want to know? Yeah, yeah. Let's I, go
0: with your swim journey.
1: I got my swim journey. Um, it's one of them's a singer, but because he has mental, he ha- he struggles with his mental health, but he sang online all during lockdown and he's the one who kept us afloat and kept us keep and we're really good friends and we met online That, and I've even um, visited them um, the other one would be oh, I think my sister right okay okay she is a, a runner she loves running but she had a blade on the brain she couldn't wait to get back running she went running again she, she had a broken pelvis. She couldn't wait to get back running because it broke when she was running, so she did it again.
0: Right, okay.
1: Running again. She fell over. She dislocated her finger to the fact that the bone came out the other side and um, she had to have surgery. She right. couldn't wait to get open water swimming and running again. Yeah. <laughs> and that, determination and she ran 50k with him just after having an operation on her finger wow yeah wow
0: so um, what's your best memory of your journey that first day in the water first day in the water yeah um, for yourself Kathleen what's the one thing that you would like to achieve within your fitness journey maybe in the next year
1: um, I'm not so much about my size but I am but the more weight I lost the better my health becomes so yeah. I want to continue going at the rate I am because it's working um, yeah. and my ideal thing would be is I can um I can like swim a long way but I want to be walking more because yeah. obviously the pain's quite debilitating but it doesn't stop us now where before it would yeah. I want to actually be at uh, i'm never gonna get back the old me which I, I i've come to terms with like i'm not i haven't got the mobility I used to have but I'm gonna get some of it back yeah and just to keep just to keep plucking at that and getting it to improve i mean I traveled on my own for the first time um not long ago on a train it was incredible
0: yeah
1: just being able to do that and not relying on my family. I mean, I'm saying I did it on my own. I had support, but like I actually did it without my family and stayed away without them. And it was like something I would never dream to do, with. especially get... being um, less able bodied.
0: Yeah, no, nah, totally. <coughs> okay, so let's talk about let's see if you were in the water, um, what's your pet hate within swimming? Have you got a pet hate? No. No? Uh, hate. No. <laughs> I,
1: can't, I
0: can't think of one. Right, okay. If the water um, is warm. If the water is warm. So that's that was coming on to my next question. Is that do you go to your local swimming pool or do you just prefer to do open water?
1: I have not been back to my little swimming pool since I've done open water and and I've got no intent. I I will swim in a pool, especially if I'm on holiday and stuff. I'm never out of the water. But I won't intentionally go and pay to go in a swimming pool when I can be in the middle of the nature and just...
0: Yeah. And I'm
1: turning my hot tub into a cold tub for this winter because I'm going to dip every day. So
0: Ah, good. Fantastic. So... Before we round up, have you got any questions from myself, Kathleen?
1: Oh, so how long have you been doing your podcast?
0: <coughs> so I've actually only started, it's actually only been like maybe three or four weeks. Um, oh, wow. But, yeah, but I've only, you know, um, because I've been involved with fitness um, since, I've been involved with sports since 2008. I lost weight when I was... 2013 um, I was a wee bit overweight so um, I got nutrition advice I got a gym program I started going to fitness classes Mm -hmm. um, and within six weeks I lost two stone so brilliant um, and then it was on the back of getting that help that I put myself forward I done my gym course and then you know became gym instructor started classes in the community etc and then Became personal trainer and then I got a gym job, uh, you know. Um, oh wow! At the end, of, till end of twenty seventeen, and I've been involved, that you know, in the fitness industry for a while, you know. Um, but I came up with the idea a couple of weeks ago that everybody's got a journey; we're all on a different path. So that's yeah. why. So that's why I came up with my wee podcast. Um, cool. And I've actually interviewed think I've interviewed between 30 and 40 people um in the space of a couple of weeks. Oh wow you're so, on
1: the roll aren't you?
0: Yeah so like um the big thing is like you know um because I think sometimes in the fitness industry you know it could be any industry sometimes people can be toxic you know um if you're in a business oh, yeah. um you know they always see each other as competition Every, yeah, everything's a competition, always try to undercut each other, but that shouldn't be the case. It should be business, to partners. You should
1: work together, collaboration.
0: We should uh, network, yes. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to, you know. Um, so, I volunteer for the
1: well being service for the NHS as well.
0: And say so, that again,
1: sorry. volunteer for the well being service for the NHS, okay. So, it's a lot about nutritional. I mean, see, the thing is with me, people, what they don't realise is I've got all the education there about health and healthy yeah. and fitness, but I couldn't apply to myself.
0: Yeah. But, so, but, you know, sometimes, you know, how do we say it? Like, um, the way the world's against us, you know, against our body sometimes. So, you know, we just need to fight back. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you've got a fight button. Like I'm I'm so happy to hear that you've had your journey too because I just I, I just I'm in all people who can actually take control.
0: Yeah. Because I think, you know, if you can, you know, you know, obviously I've had maybe 30 to 40 interviews in the past couple of weeks. If I can make one person think differently about fitness, you know, I'm happy.
1: That's exactly all I say about, like, even just health in general. If And I, I said to, to people today, if you say you can't, you can. Even if you can't do exactly what you want to do, you can improvise and change it so you can do as much as it. And it's an achievement, even if you contemplate and plan it and you only get one step out the door, that's one step closer <coughs> than you would have took before.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you a story. Um I've got a client, a personal training client, and he signed up for an ultra-white-collar boxing fight in a couple of weeks. He's 65. He got pulled aside, wow. and they basically told him, saying, like, you're the oldest guy ever to sign up for this. We're finding it hard to match you up with somebody. So I then told John, I says, look, we've been sparring. We've been training together for quite a while. I says, I'm happy to go in the ring with you, you know, to make your bucket list, you know, accomplish this goal. Mm-hmm. So it's been agreed and we're now fighting on the 26th of November. Oh my boss. Wow. I've so, done um,
1: kickboxing before.
0: Yeah, but I think that, I think um, you know, um companies have an obligation as well. When people are signing up signing up to events, they should be maybe wary of their age and stuff. But age is only a number, you know.
1: It is, I agree. Age is just a number. I, there's, there's women in the 80s going that say. Yeah. And how incredible is that? From babies to, like, as old as, yeah. like, uh, the elderly.
0: And I've done, I done a podcast. Uh, actually, released it this week, uh, on Monday there, and it's about walking football. And one of the gentlemen there, he's 81, and, you know, he we talk mm-hmm. about mental health, but he... The one time a week he talks to people is the one time in the week that he goes to walk in football. So we need to appreciate that, you know.
1: Like- yeah, absolutely. It's a lifeline to people. It yeah. really is. And I was wanting to say well, before lockdown, I was looking at setting up a way walking netball group, but obviously yeah. lockdown happened.
0: Right.
1: Okay. So I run a because I run a well-being group, which I haven't got back to it yet because I've had so much going on. Yeah. But I run a well-being group, and obviously the centres are closed, and if and that we do stuff around nutrition, healthy eating, <coughs> um, like nutritional, healthy eating, lifestyle, um, yeah. exercise. And it was done through interactive fun games, which I used to like put put together for them. So it was never like, it felt like anybody was on the spot. Then we'd do an hour's exercise, but we'd, yeah. I didn't, we'd also do have an hour after that, because it was like, obviously, because I wanted to do a combined thing. Then we'd um, look at making healthy meals after Coogan or doing a craft for the mental health. So like we did this and it was over three hours on every Friday and it went brilliant.
0: Yeah, no, fantastic.
1: (laughs) I'm good at helping everyone, but I'm good at helping me too now.
0: No, totally, Catherine. But it's been an honour to have you on my podcast um, tonight.
1: It's been brilliant. I've enjoyed it. Thank you.
0: No, thank you. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Bye.